Hey everybody, this is Neil and James. Man, that was like on cue. We didn't even practice that, and that's legit. But you're listening to the How to the Secrets to Building Successful Businesses podcast, and today we're going to talk to you about how you can lose friends and be push people away. Push people away. That's exactly it. Thanks so much. Oh, but to start, we're going to approach this in the way of looking at the, the lens of accountability. Um, I've had friends of mine that I've stopped being friends with. You know, not too many, but it's the people that have. The blame game, the buck, they passed the buck game. I know James wants to talk a lot more about this from one of his, what do you, what do you call this? Mentors? Yeah, mentor is a good one. One of your mentors. Never met him and he's never met me, but he's still a mentor. But we're going to meet him one day. How about that? Hey, that would be amazing. That would be a, we'll put that on our like top 100s. Yeah, people to meet because yeah. it loves you. Um, but yeah, so Gordon Ramsay, we're going to talk a little bit about accountability and how to approach it, mm-hmm. how to actually use it to success. Because ultimately, if you don't, people you'll lose the people around you. You'll lose your support systems, um, all that stuff. So yeah. with that, James, it is all yours again. Sweet. So, so Gordon Ramsay, I think he gets a bad rap. He he's, <laughs> he's the guy, the screaming guy, right? The angry yeah. guy. He's just angry and just he just screams at people. But but if you listen to the words that he says when he's screaming, like. Those like the things he's saying are really meaningful and they're really powerful. Mm. Uh, I know we talked a little bit before about multipliers versus diminishers, mm-hmm. and and it was my uh, hypothesis that is it a hypothesis? I believe it's pronounced hypothesis. <laughs> Thank you, Neil. I always get that one wrong. <laughs> um, that the Gordon Ramsay is like the ultimate multiplier, mm-hmm. even though he screams and yells all the time. The thing, the thing is, he's on a TV show. It's a reality show. It has to be dramatized. Yes. And so, of course, the screaming is going to sell better. And so they, they find people for, to film where screaming is the only way to get through to them. Mm-hmm. So, or they're, so willing, they're willing to accept that type of communication. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so, and so if, you, if you look at the – like there's, there's a pattern or a, uh, like a recipe, <laughs> recipe um, that, that he uses when he, when he goes into a restaurant to, to sort things out. And holding people accountable is sort of like the core of what he does. Okay. But it, it comes in phases. In the first phase, he he shows the the people in the restaurant that he cares about them and that he's willing to help. Okay. And that is something that's glossed over a lot in the TV show. But you know what's happening because because of conversations he has with them and he actually connects with them on a personal level. So they know that he's there to help and that he actually cares about them, right? Then the screaming happens and, <laughs> you know, right. em- embarrassing people in- publicly, um, you know, c- calling them stupid, whatever. But, but all of those elements are holding them accountable when he shows them the video of themselves messing up. That's holding them accountable, embarrassing them in public. Yeah, restaurants are public facing things. They're in the service industry. So he's holding them accountable. And, mm. and that's what creates change in people. Because okay. they're like, oh, yeah, this is what I'm doing. All of this stuff, I did it to myself. And if I want to overcome it, I have to change myself. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way to get through to them there. Yeah. Okay. So within the, the show, then, I'm assuming, does it – again, I've, I've never watched the show. I don't know who has. Does it show the consequences of the people that do start you know, taking the accountability or the people that just keep shoveling it off onto other problems, other people? Um, so he definitely shows the consequences. So I've been watching the the new kind of Kitchen Nightmares season. I think it's called Hell on Wheels or something. Okay. Okay. But but he basically takes his his uh, his 
entourage with him to mm -hmm. these different restaurants and he gives him 24 hours to, to shape up and, and change. But he, wow. he has hidden footage though that he's been recording for months and he creates a video montage of all these things that they've been doing wrong. And so then he gathers- Does the company know that they've been videoed? No. Oh. Oh, because, because the problem he's had is when he goes into these restaurants and they know he's coming, they'll be on their best behavior. So they won't really be doing the things mm. that are causing the problems, you know? Okay. So he has to just observe them completely in the wild. And so he does. That is, that is fast. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So thank it's, you. it's obviously easier to hold them accountable when they don't know that he's been watching this whole time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You actually did just remind me of a, an accountability story. <laughs> the, 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 the message I'm hearing is that like accountability, accountability is key for success. Yes. Um, who's accountable? Let's get to that. But the reason if you feel like you should be accountable, it's because A, it, it might be because you feel like you're protecting other people. It could be that, no, you really do understand that it's your job. Or you might be almost... What's the, 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 the know-it-all? We're like, no, it's all me. Everything's me when it's actually maybe not your, your problem. Mm -hmm. But I remember a time as a little kid, my brother had just gotten a BB gun. This is, we grew up in Georgia and we had a lake behind our house, like literally right there. And across the lake was this, uh, the Guthrie's? I think their name was the Guthrie's. I'm like five years old. I haven't thought about this story in ever. Wow. Anywho, mm -hmm. we got to get the BB gun and we're shooting. And then the, the girl across the street that's about my brother's age comes out. It's, it's a good sized lake. And he's like, dude, we should, we should shoot her. And I'm like, no, don't shoot her with a BB gun. And he's like, all right, fine. Instead, he starts picking up rocks and chucking rocks at her. <laughs> oh my and gosh. essentially, um, I was with him the whole time. I didn't throw any rocks. He nails her. He full on hits her. She runs inside screaming and crying. And I was, I was terrified because I'm like a six year old. I wasn't like a mean kid. And my brother was just having fun. Like, he was at the age where you, you tease the girls. We, we, we go inside acting like nothing ever happened. And within a few minutes, my mom is just down there and she's mad. Like to a six year old, she's fuming mad, but she's probably more of like, what did you do? Why did you? But I'm just like, oh crap, our lives are over. And my brother steps up. He's like, it was me. I threw rocks at her and I hit her and I'm proud. <laughs> and I'm just like, whoa, mind blown at that moment. And <laughs> I didn't get in any trouble. I, didn't get, I, I did not get in any trouble. My brother, though, he totally got paddled. My mom <laughs> had this amazing paddle that she would use and it struck the fear of God in us. Oh, my gosh. Um, truly did. <laughs> but he, he did it and I was, I was grateful because he actually really owned it. He 100% like, no, this was mine. The bad news is he wasn't sorry. He was proud that he nailed her. He was like, I've got an arm. I threw that rock across the lake and I hit my target. Oh, I, yeah. I am awesome. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, but your target was a living girl <laughs> or a girl. I'm not living dead though. Just don't, just don't throw rocks. Um, so that was, that's that accountability. And sadly, I'm actually reminded of more stories of where I've seen people that don't take accountability in the professional world. And when they pass that buck, it literally pushes the people away emotionally. Mm -hmm. Can you say that? Can I say yeah. that in a literal way without misusing that word? Definitely. Um, emotionally, it loses trust. It, it creates that distrust where people don't want to work with you knowing that 
what was supposed to be yours is only yours when it's successful. Well, and that's why ownership is such a crucial part of being a multiplier mm -hmm. and why people who don't take ownership are diminishers. Mm -hmm. you know and so I mean? ownership and accountability, those are interchangeable. Yeah, ownership and accountability. It really is. Mm -hmm. You hold people accountable for their things that they own. Yeah. And you are accountable for the things that you own. Mm -hmm. You know? I like that. And, and that's what makes other people succeed and what it's what makes you succeed. Mm -hmm. And so going back to this formula thing, you know, after he embarrasses them, that's that's kind of holding the owner accountable for the restaurant. Mm -hmm. Then he goes into the kitchen and he tears apart the kitchen. And on a hundred percent of these cases, the kitchen's filthy, there's mold everywhere, it's like unsanitary. I don't know how these people are still living from working in a kitchen like that. And he holds the head chef accountable. Yeah. And so, and then he goes to the, the front and he holds the staff accountable. Mm -hmm. He brings them all together and he, he just tells them all like, hey, guys, these are what you should be doing and you're not doing them. So shape up. Oh. And he can do that because he's already developed a relationship with them and they know that he's, he's there to help. Mm -hmm. So then he, he does some personalized coaching with people to try to like motivate them as any good leader would do. Then he completely changes the restaurant around. And so it's, it goes back to the psychological principle of changing your environment. The environment that they used to be working in is different now. And so all the lessons that he's teaching them about accountability and ownership, they'll stick because their environment has changed. Mm -hmm. okay. And you can tell the people that will fail because A, they fight him and they resist him. Uh, on taking ownership mm -hmm. or two, they don't accept the change of environment, which means they're not accepting the lessons that he's teaching them. Mm. And so at the end, yeah. you know, uh, people come in, the re restaurant is ridiculously successful and it's, it all stems around this concept of ownership. Awesome. Well, with that in mind, I guess, do we have any like tips and tricks that's like, Hey, this is how you actually create ownership. And I asked that in mind because back in, back in my college days, I had a scholarship I had a few scholarships and one of them was because I was mentoring other college students mm. through their courses, you know, almost teaching them how to learn funny enough. And one thing was that I talked about, I was like, Hey, you are only, you are accountable for your success or failure in college. What, whatever your reasons. I know some people drop out and they go start a company and they're successful. Great. They were responsible for dropping out and being successful. Other people are responsible for their just attending class. Like I was like, let's mm -hmm. try to explain this at, if you want that 4.0, only you is going to stop you. Uh, all those things. And so I teach this principle and a lot of people are like, well, how do I, how do I inspire myself? I was like, well, you need to not indulge yourself. Mm -hmm. It's what you have to do. You have to hold yourself back. Kind of because you go into college and it's like, oh, parents aren't around. I can have cake for dinner, <laughs> but screw that breakfast. Heck yes, you can have it for breakfast. Um, in this case, it's like, hey, you need to promise yourself that I'm not going to do this thing that I really want to do until I get these things done. And it's almost a reward system. What is your reward? It could be food. It could be time. Um, it could be, you know, just going out to eat something funny, but you have to regulate on yourself to create your own personal accountability. Cause as you're trying to start a company and develop your product and work with clients and things like that, you have to be disciplined because if you don't get your part done, who will? And if you've hired someone so you can just pass the buck, hold up, up rewind a little bit and reassess because that's the not correct. That's not the correct answer. Right. Yeah. Holding yourself accountable. Also, it makes you work harder because you know that, you know, 
no one else is going to get this stuff done. It's only me. Mm-hmm. It's all on my shoulders. I've got to do it. You know, and mm-hmm. people who will pass the buck, as you say, they, they'll just sit there and they won't do anything mm-hmm. or they won't do very much because they're like, Oh, other people are, do- is you know, other yeah. people have got this. I don't really need to do anything. Mm-hmm. And, so their own personal role kind of crumbles apart and it's just bad. With that in mind, thank you. Uh, that just kind of put a thought in my head of those types of people usually are finding or trying to find a reason to fail. Oh, yeah. Even if it's just a small excuse like, oh, it's well, I was I was super tired and stressed because of, you know, the baby was up all night crying. You know, yeah, yeah, that's that's real. But that's still an excuse. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I talked about a, a, a few a few books. Uh, one, uh, David Goggins can't hurt me. The next one is the, what's it called? The Extreme Ownership. Oh yeah, that's a fabulous With, book. Yeah, Jacob, uh, Jocko Williams and Leif Babin. Both excellent books, go read them. But they talk about finding excuses. Mm-hmm. Like if you are act, if uncon- like we'll unconsciously look at excuses. You have to like the, the whole metacognition, be aware of your thinking at that point. Mm-hmm. Understand the fact that you are, unconsciously or consciously looking for that excuse, you have to stop that. You have to be aware that, Oh, well, no, I actually do. So look, I guess another tip is look for those habits in your life that you have right now that lead towards, Oh, I can do it tomorrow because this happened today. Mm -hmm. Um, That's, that's not necessarily passing the buck onto another person. You're keeping the buck. You're just moving the, the stake down the road saying, no, 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 no. Well, tomorrow. Right. And that goes back to another tip and trick that's super useful. And that is keeping sort of a, a personal journal mm. um, of, of how you react to things and why you react in certain ways. And just, just being more self-reflective in general. You know, then you'll know if you're really holding yourself accountable or not. Oh, I like that. So self-reflection, uh, understanding where the excuses are actually stemming from mm-hmm. and rewarding yourself. For the times when you actually, you stuck to it and you did it, great. Do something to help yourself, like, relieve the stress of working so hard. Um, And and another good tip, too, is, uh, remember, in an earlier podcast, we talked about telling other people what your dream is. Mm -hmm. If you you just simply tell other people what you expect to have happen, like, that's automatically sort of using social pressure to help keep you accountable. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be more explicit in that social pressure, you could always like have an accountability partner, someone who who's willing to follow up with you via text or whatever it is and just be like, "Hey, you know, did you do this thing that you said you were going to do? Let's get on it." Oh. So, oh man, I like those a lot. I like those a lot. Ultimately, I guess our message is right now is you trying to start a start a company. Do not look for outside excuses to stop you. Um, don't get frustrated when you do get stopped. Be curious. We'll talk more on curiosity versus frustration another time. But think about how to solve solve your own internal issues of why you're not being accountable. If you are being accountable, great. Keep it up um, to make sure you're all Just keep going. You don't stop. You just keep going. All right, guys, with that, thanks so much for listening. As always, let us know what you want to hear. If you have questions, we'd love to answer them. We'd love to work with you. That's what we love to do. And in the meantime, you guys, keep being great. Take it easy.